Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. drink, 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 drink. Well, hi Hi-o. Man, I am on fucking fire right now. Holy shit. D'Anthony, this is the, the, the best run of your young life right now. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I cleaned up in bowl season, too. I think it was like 30 and 10 or 31 and 9. Yeah, I ended up ahead of you in bowl season by a couple games, but I, yeah. I think like three or four. But, but in, in the NFL playoffs, you were 8 and 0. That's right. Buddy. Against the spread. 8 and 0 against, yeah, against the, the spread. spread. Yeah. Holy shit. I mean, this has been yeah. an amazing run. First of all, you believed in Big Dick Nick more than anyone. I, 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 did, I did not. Look, I didn't believe in him last year either, and he won a fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, I knew he was going to keep this game close, uh, it, which is interesting. This, this has interesting implications for next week, too, um, because the Saints at home are usually pretty goddamn tough. Now, I understand this is a playoff game, but, uh, I mean, if, if Nick Foles can go – 18 for 31, um, you know, the Saints defense might be in trouble next week. Yeah, man, it, it was strange because when I watched it, um, I first of all, I thought the Eagles actually could have and should have won that game. The, yeah. the Alshon Jeffrey drop aside, there was a well, lot that of aside, drives but- that I, no, but I mean, before that, like there was a lot of drives where, you know, it looked they raced out to a 14 to zero lead. And I was, me personally, I was like, oh, shit, this is it. The Eagles are going to steamroll them. They didn't score another point the rest of the game. I didn't think think the Eagles particularly looked that great the rest of the game. I didn't think the Saints looked that great, to be honest with you. That was my biggest takeaway from it. Throw the Alshon Jeffrey thing out the window. I didn't think the Saints looked as dominant as they have all year. No, they, it's, you know, you never know. This may have been a warm-up game since they had a week off, but... um the the big fear going to the playoffs, especially with uh, NFL and NBA teams, is that you peak at the wrong time because team chemistry is such a big deal. Yeah. Um, and if you peak at the wrong time, man, you can really fuck yourself over, get bounced in the first round. Like Oklahoma City Thunder used to do that shit all the time. Right. They would fucking they would steamroll into the playoffs and then rest their starters for a week and then come into the playoffs and just get fucking wiped out. I know. So, and, and, um, and by the way, after Harden scored fifty seven this week. Um, surpassing Kobe's you know consecutive streak mark for for thirty point games. All I thought about was that original Oklahoma City Thunder team that had Harden, yeah. Westbrook, Westbrook, and Kevin Durant. Greatest draft. I mean, because those guys were all drafted. There was no trades or yeah. anything. Whoever drafted those guys, and holy shit, how many titles would they've won? Oh my god! I mean, that's disgusting. That team. Yeah, they were pretty legit. Well, I mean, they they had who else did they had? They had like Cephalusha and uh, I think like Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka, yeah. I mean, yeah, that was fucking ridiculous. That, that, it was a murderer's row. I just I think they couldn't afford to pay all those guys because look, they traded Harden to the Rockets, and yep, 
because uh, of money issues is what, you know, that you couldn't afford two maxes and they were trying to go after, you know, Durant and Harden, obviously. I mean, yep. uh, Durant and uh, Westbrook, but uh, yep. who, who knew Harden would be league MVP one day? I, I certainly didn't. I thought he was a good player, but not this goddamn good. Jesus. No, he's, yeah, he, well, I mean, good is a relative term. He's a very good scorer. He doesn't play much defense. And also he went one for 17 from three the other day. So, <laughs> you know. Uh, shooters shoot, my man. Yeah. Shooters yeah. shoots. Speak, yep. Speaking of shooting, uh, we're going to start off with our sponsors because we've God, we've been housing it. Um, I went so I picked three out of four games this weekend. Uh, I yep. went, you know, I went with the obviously the Eagles on the points on that. I got I got buried on mybookie.com on the Chargers. I really, really believed in the Chargers knocking out the Patriots. Every time I think Tom Brady's done, he comes back with another miraculous fucking dominating win, and it fucks yeah. me. I should never bet against the Patriots. 34 for 44 in that game. Oh, God. I should never bet against the fucking Patriots. They've fucked me for years. Sony Michelle was on fire, too. That motherfucker had 130 yards on the ground and three touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, look, he was on my fantasy team on almost all of my teams, and I knew he was going to be good. Same with Nick Chubb. I I like those kids at Georgia, and I thought they were going to have superstar careers. So I I picked them up, stashed them on my bench, and then I I ended up starting Sony Michelle for most of the season. Yeah, Yeah, he put up a lot of points. Nick Chubb for like the last, you know, backpack, back half of the season. But uh, yeah, the Sony Michelle thing wasn't surprising. It's one of those Belichick games, though, where it's like, all right, one guy gets three touchdowns. Next week, it'll be Rex Burkhead, you know, with two touchdowns. Yeah. Like, it'll be some other fucking running back scoring. Well, it's it's definitely uh, a Belichick thing because James White had zero uh, rushes. Like, he didn't run the ball once, but he had 15, but, but 15 receptions catches, for 100 yeah. yards. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Ridiculous, man. Uh, but anyways, bet with us on mybookie.com. We have taken them to the fucking cleaners. D'Anthony, in particular, 8-0. Uh, again, I was three three out of four this week, and I was feeling proud about myself. And and you called the Patriots and, and took me took me down a couple pegs. But uh, right. look, can't uh, win them all. Overall, yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ, we were seven and one combined. Uh, my one loss was was the loss, but uh, it's been a great great playoff season. This this weekend on mybookie.com, they said this is the the second most gambled on event of the year. The AFC and and NFC Championship on Sunday, uh, next to the Super Bowls, the most gambled on event of the year. We're here to break that down. We're also here to give you the promo code for Drinking Bros listeners. The deposits of $100 all the way up to $3,000 are doubled. So that way, if you're you're like me or just a casual better and you like going after the big games... and uh, you're like, ah, oh, man, I'll throw some money on that just to do it. Because I, I do that a lot where it's just like, all right, yeah. cool. Um, you know, it's like there's there's some games where I'm like, eh, I'll put 100 on it. Why not? Uh, a bunch of people hit me up, you know, right before game time. And I'm like, eh, yeah, this one I like. I, I either love or like, eh, I'll throw 100 on it. Fuck it. Um, this weekend is no exception. We're going hard in the paint on these two games. We're going to be at one of them. Therefore, we're going to bet on mybookie.com. On uh, on these games, so go go and and sign up and uh, and bet along with this, and then bet along with the Super Bowl. At least you got some skin in the game, and it's fun. You know, I'm not telling you to break the bank. Don't bet at anything you don't have. Obviously, um, just uh, look at it as a, as, a, as a fun thing of like, eh, I got a hundred on this game. Go to mybookie.com. Yeah. Promo code Drinking Bros doubles that deposit from one hundred dollars all the way to three thousand. Next up, we got GhostBed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. Man. If you're going to, to, if you took all of D'Anthony's picks this weekend, 
chances are that that ghost bed you're sleeping on is made of money. Um, yeah. Man, <laughs> you've been killing it. Dinner, dinner's been on you the last couple of weeks, too, which I've liked. It has, yeah. That's uh-huh. fun. Um, but the Clemson one, we had a lot of we had a lot of fun in Clemson. Uh, we I got to sleep on a on a ghost bed mattress at Matt Best House. That's it, by the way, it's real. So all of us have these goddamn mattresses. Um, even Jared, Jared, I, and I give Jared shit all the time on the other show about like his disgusting lifestyle. He's got a really nice place. Yeah, his place is nice, and, and it's uh, and mostly he's got a clean. ghost bed. <laughs> he's got a fucking ghost bed in there. I was like, good. Good on him. He, he takes it everywhere. That's the one thing that all of us can't live without is that fucking bed. Um, and I, and I, by the way, I looked online yesterday. They're still offering that $7.99 off bundle package, which is crazy. Uh, 36 months, no interest, and pay-as-you-go plan at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. If you're in KC and you're not leaving your bed for the weekend on Sunday to watch this game, I get it. I fucking get it. However... D'Anthony and I will be there at the AFC Championship. Yeah, we'll be freezing to death. <laughs> and we'll be, we'll be starting that morning off with BlackRifleCoffee.com. You're bringing it uh, from BRCC headquarters. Tell us about it, Dan. Yeah, I'll bring uh, our travel pour-over kit. It's called a collapsible pour-over. You guys should look into it if you travel a lot or if you just like to make coffee at work or anything. It's a really good product. Our best... Well, you guys all know Black Rifle Coffee. Come on. Join the join the coffee club, guys. It's it, If you're one of those 80% of Americans, 83% actually, who drink coffee or 65% of Americans who drink at least one cup a day, you're, you're, you're wasting your money if you're not buying this coffee, if you're not joining our club. Uh, you're going to spend, if you go to the Starbucks every day, you're going to spend 4 or $5 on a cup of coffee. That's, that's stupid. Don't be an idiot. You know, uh, you get 20% off. You get exclusive deals. You get all kinds of other shit. Shows up to your door every day, uh, same, every, same, same day date every month. Of every, of yeah, every single it's month. Ridiculous. It's promo like the code. easiest thing you could possibly do. Yeah, promo code is sports. Um, by the way, that, that pour over, everybody's doing that now. If you go to Evan Hafer's Instagram, uh, obviously the CEO yeah. of, of Black Rifle Coffee and our co-host on Drinking Bros, he does pour overs almost every single morning. It's a lot easier than you think where I was just like, oh, is that it? Fuck. Um, yeah, I do the same thing. It takes coffee. like between... Th- yeah, it's way better. Yeah. It takes like between three and five minutes, depending on how you're doing it. It's really not that big of a time commitment. Yeah, so, um, go, so, so go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Try it. Uh, try the kit. Um, promo code SPORTS gets you 20% sports. off. And then we're going to be with uh, Xander from H-Factor Water this weekend. If you haven't had H-Factor oh, yeah. Water, hydrogen-fueled. And uh, holy shit, man, we drink the shit out of that. At, uh, yeah, they're Bros. doing something right now called the uh, 30-Day Challenge. Drink two bags a day. For thirty days, and to see how it improves your life, um, I drink it every single day, and I Same. as much. So Ross and I are both alcoholics, functioning, but we're we're yeah. alcoholics. So you know we have to uh, stay hydrated. We use this stuff every single goddamn day. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's it's some of the best water on the planet, and, that, and that's just actually everywhere. I think it's like at Whole Foods and like normal stores and shit. But man, I, I love it. I can't believe it. I, like, I, I feel like a Jennifer Aniston with fucking smart water with this goddamn shit where I'm just like, oh, Is it man. Making, I have noticed that your hair looks great and she's known for great hair. <laughs> it does, dude. That blonde is really peeking through. Yeah, it's coming out. So are you, uh, still, doing, nice. uh, are you still doing Point Break or what? Mo- okay, so mustache is gone. I got, I got I got rid of the mustache. By the way, that oh was yeah, a- you know I saw something about that. It looks it seems like, and I wanted to check on you. It seems like you may have lost half your mustache <laughs> in a fireworks accident. I did inside my garage, and I, I really want to talk to you about fireworks safety in, in 2019. <laughs> 
Um, no, but it, it's uh, I, look. I'm I'm done with the mustache now. I was a, I was a fun bet. I was a man of my word. Went till uh, Jan- January second, and uh, the mustache is gone. I also want to say that I enjoyed uh, the, that Clemson victory party we had because I that, that you know everybody who was following along online that was real. We we had put all our money at the beginning of the year on my bookie on Clemson. It was six to one. We won. I said I would fly out the next day. I did. We went to a really nice dinner uh, with Jared and blew it the fuck out. Um, I don't know. Yeah, how, I don't know how great. many drinks were had at that steakhouse or whenever you walk into one of those steakhouses that all the meat is hanging like right in front of you in a meat locker. You know you're in for a good night. Yeah, it's called Cured. Is the name of the restaurant? It's Cured, down okay. near. It's it's in uh, the Pearl area in San Antonio. In San Antonio. Yeah. It's fucking great. Yeah. So yeah, so we, we, we had, actually we, we, we drank them out of Tito's. I know that. I don't know what else happened that night, but we definitely drank them out of Tito's. <laughs> That's a true story, by the way. The guy goes, yeah. yo, man, I don't have any more fucking Tito's. And I was like, oh, who cares? What else you Just got? Just bring whatever you got, you fucking bitch. Way bet on Clemson. Way bet on Clemson. Uh, <laughs> pause up. Pause up. <laughs> now, that was, that was a fun night. And then we burned the Rudy jersey uh, yeah, live right. from the Black Rifle Coffee parking lot. Jared sang Amazing Grace while it happened. I was really surprised at how fast that jersey went up. I was expecting like a long smoldering fire. Yeah, you know, you, it was next not. time we should uh next time we should make uh Kalen wear it and then we'll burn it while it's on him. Yeah, that fucking guy. Then it'll last longer. That fucking He's actually guy. been surprisingly affable the past couple of weeks. No, not since really. They, I, since you know, they got their ass handed to him. He, he, here's the thing. He, uh, he he said he was also a Patriots fan where it's just like, oh, God. Is there any more two hated teams where you're just like, man. Look, the Patriots aren't overrated like like the Irish, but I'm still just so fucking sick of them. And we're going to see them on Sunday. We had the, the, the opportunity to go to the NFC Championship or the, the AFC Championship. And this was before we knew there was an Arctic Blast hitting Arrowhead yep. this weekend. We said, all right, it's Saints-Rams, um, which we've already seen. We were there, what, five weeks ago? It wasn't that long ago, yeah. It, it was in New Orleans. We were at that game, that exact game, exact stadium, everything. And one of those teams is going to the Super Bowl. We've been traveling around to all these cities across the nation trying to meet up with drinking bros in different cities. A bunch of a bunch of you guys hit, hit us up and said, hey, man, why don't you come to Kansas City? Arrowhead goes off. Now, you've either been there or partied there what's the story you know uh, yeah, you know kc well for some reason um yeah i've been there a couple times so we we sponsored the uh missouri mavericks or kc mavericks now that's a uh, echl hockey team so we go there from time to time to do events and shit oh hey um, was that where jared sang the national anthem yeah it was yeah gotcha, last year gotcha gotcha okay all right now, now this that, all makes that, sense yeah so it's uh Kansas City's rad. There's good food there. I mean, obviously it's going to be a shit show, blizzard, but uh, it, it'll still be fun. They go. They don't give a fuck at Arrowhead. They go crazy no matter what the fucking weather's like. No, look, I, it was it was snowing last week at their game, and you know, obviously some drinking bros were at the game. There's a, a gentleman by the name of Eric Hoke, uh, who I've been chatting with. He's going to host us at his tailgates. Um, and Drinking Bros in Kansas City, and we're going to do a live show from the parking lot. Um, he was there last weekend at the game, and he had pictures of of him in the snow, and everybody was raging in the parking lot. Yeah, it's going to get weird. So, I, look, they go hard no matter what. This is also the first time they've ever hosted an AFC championship. Really? Yeah. So, all right. th- this, is, this is it. This is for all the marbles. I don't believe that Kansas City has ever been to the Super Bowl at all. 
I don't think so, no. So this but, you know, this is going to go gotta... crazy. Um, you know, obviously we we did not know. We did not know things were going to go bug fuck and and there was going to be an arctic blast this weekend. The game time temperature is estimated between 5 and negative 4 degrees. The reason I point that out is there was a drinking bro and I'm going to call him out by name. His name is Johnny Babushka. Johnny Babushka said, "Hey man, we got we got sweet tickets, you know, are you guys coming in for the game?" And I was like, "Yeah, if, yeah look, if you if you have sweet tickets, we'll be there for sure. Hands down." Um I it, Johnny Babushka, now knowing what the weather is, you better come through with those sweet tickets, brother. Yeah, dude, come on. <laughs> we were Ugh. freezing we were freezing our dicks off at Army Navy game and I think it was what? 15 degrees or something like that. What was the game time temperature? It was yeah, something like that. There was a lot of wind too, so uh it's yeah, fucking uh come on, dude. There, yeah, there was no there was no wind uh pre- there's no wind in the forecast Sunday for this game yet. But uh, if if this uh, this shakes out this this Arctic blast, Johnny Babushka on on uh, on Drinking Bros, you got to come through with those sweet tickets. We can't have the big dick daddy's wiener freezing off, my man. Come on, come on. Yeah, mine's uh, mine's already been a bit cold lately. I don't know what it is. Well, you keep you ever get that? You keep putting about of cold dick. Yeah, yeah. I, I, look, we've it's all just, had a, about a cold dick yeah. here and there. You know? Yeah, it's just rough. It's yeah, rough. So come on, be a be a pal. I will say this: I'm I'm getting I'm slowly getting acclimated to it here in North Carolina because it's it's around it's hovering around twenty eight thirty right now this morning. So you know, Oof. I drove my kid to school in shorts just to. I'm trying to acclimate myself, trying to get ready just in case Johnny Babushka. Who has the best last name of all time? Doesn't uh, doesn't come through with these sweet tickets. But uh, anyways, Eric Hoke, we're looking forward to partying with you at your tailgate this weekend. I don't give a fuck what the temperature is. We'll we'll be there. Obviously, um, we're you know obviously at the top of the show. I said this is the the second biggest gambling week of the year. That is true. Uh, after D'Anthony and I get off, uh, we got Kelly from Vegas. Uh, one one of the she was one of your favorite guests this year. Um, one of the best fucking handicappers in the biz. She's going to be on to give her picks, but we'll we'll start with the the, the first game of the day, D'Anthony. I, and I'm gonna yep. I'm, I'm gonna give you honors like this is golf because again, eight and zero in the playoffs against the spread is fucking incredible, brother. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna give you the, I'm gonna give you honors. First game up is uh, Rams at the Saints. This is a 3:05 Eastern kickoff. Um, this right. is not your traditional 1 p.m. or so the reason why I say this, the Rams are going to have plenty of travel time to get in. It's not really going to affect them. This is, you know, a noon game for them. And they typically play like one o'clock games in L.A. So you're good to go. This, the, the spread is Saints minus three and a half. The over under on mybookie.com is 57 and a half. Who you got, yep. Anthony? Well, let me let me get some backstory going on here. Sure. So, based on how, uh, and and I, I've said this before, but there's no transitive property in uh, in any sport because you beat this team doesn't mean you're going to beat that team. That's that's nonsense. But um, one of the keys to victory for uh, for the Rams was their run game, right? I mean they they had they just tore it up. Like it was crazy. Yeah. Um, Gurley and, and Anderson both went off and uh, Anderson has been 
holy shit, dude, his last three games, it's 167, 132, and 123 on the ground. Lights out. I, I, I picked him up in a, in a fantasy football league. He actually won me the championship in one of my leagues. Those are ridiculous numbers. Now, the other important number here is that the Saints have the second-best rush uh, defense in the league. And I don't see them getting blown up uh, by anybody on the ground, to be honest. I mean, it's just it hasn't happened this year for them. They haven't been giving up big games. They've only, they only gave up like 1,200 yards all season on the ground. So, um, man, I got to tell you, I really want to go with the Rams here because I think uh, overall they're the better team. But I didn't. I haven't seen them execute. I don't. I don't think Jared Goff is a big game quarterback. I don't believe it. Um, so I think the Saints are going to take this one. Uh, with regard to the spread, I don't know, man. I think it's a single score game, so I wouldn't. I don't know if I would bet this one, frankly, because well, I think look, it, it's either going to be three or seven. So I don't know. But both both spreads are are almost equal. The New England Patriots Chiefs game is Chiefs are minus yep. three. Uh, it seems like you know e- each one they're giving the home team minus three here essentially at this yep. point, right? Pretty much. So th- th- this is going to be a one score game with these teams. You have the four best offenses in the National Football League this year. That has never happened. Uh, these these two games are both going to be incredible. That being said, since we're starting off with the Rams and Saints, I I personally think that the addition of C.J. Anderson and the way he is played and that one-two punch between him and Gurley will be able to slow down this offense. And I think the Rams' offense has changed now in the playoffs. And that's, look, to me that's key, is is adjusting what you are now at this point. Because I'm with you. I don't know that Goff is a big-time quarterback yet. Yet, and I stress yet because I, I think he's a fucking superstar, and he's going to be for many, many yeah, years to come. He, he, yeah, he's a young kid, man. I mean, you know, look, this—he was in the playoffs as a rookie. Uh, you know, now he's back again. Um, I guess essentially a rookie, I, I guess, but uh, second year, third year. Um, I think the Rams are going to run the ball with the, those one-two punch guys, slow down the clock, slow down Drew Brees. And I'm I'm gonna go ahead and take the Rams on the road. And I know I know New Orleans is a tough place to play. I've got the Rams in the Super Bowl, and I'm taking that three and a half points. That over under of fifty seven and a half on paper seems high. What what was the score? We were there. What did they score? One hundred and four points or something? Oh, it was like sixty thousand fucking points. I don't remember. It was it was insanity. Um. I think the Saints, if 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 they want to win this game, I think they knew they need to do something similar with their offense. Where it feels to me like the pace of the the Saints' offense slows down when Ingram is in the game. I think they should feature Kamara more and throw some some screens to him and let him go bug fuck. But I don't know if they're going to do that. Uh, so I, I I am taking the Rams. I'm I'm going against you on this, and I can I can I'm see going that. The, I've got the Rams it. in the Super Bowl. I I just I haven't been impressed with New Orleans the last few weeks. I, and I know, look, I know they played all their fucking bench warmers the week 17, but there was a couple games leading up to that where it was just like, eh, all right, I'm I'm I look I, I'm I, yes I'm definitively going with the Rams. That's it. Well, I'll tell you this. Um the uh the one shot that that the Rams really in my opinion have to win this game is using 
those two backs and just keeping the Saints defense on the field all yeah. night and just wearing them out. I guess wearing yeah. them out because we we've seen that before uh, in the playoffs. You know that actually was a big deal in the Alabama Clemson game um, from the year when uh, Clemson won before. They just kept the Alabama defense on the field until they finally got tired. Well, uh, yeah, the Saints have a good rush defense, but how long can it last against two guys that are capable of putting up 100 each? I don't know. Um, yeah, and, and I look at the first game because, again, we were there and we were on the field and all that shit. Like, I, I thought, you know, even though there was a gajillion points scored, I thought they held Gurley in check oh, for, yeah, big for time. most of it. And to do it twice with a player of that caliber, and now that you got C.J. Anderson coming in as a one-two punch, that's a lot to ask for to do twice in a year. Um, I think once is fine, but seeing this team twice, and you know, look, you go back and look at that game tape. If you're the Saints, what do you really improve on that much? What do you what do you see that you improve on that much? Where the Rams are going to look at this game tape against that Saints team and say, "All right, we fucked up here, here, and here. We've got other plays. We've got other tricks in the bag to counter this defense." Now you're seeing a, a defense for another time. And granted, I know the saints are as well, but I, I, I don't know. I, I think the Rams are in this one. I, uh, and, that, and that'll take us to the next game, which we'll be at. Holy fuck. Yes, we will. Johnny Babushka. Sweet tickets, man. Those better come through or else. Me and you were sitting. I mean, look, we always have great seats to this shit, but outside yeah. in negative two it's degrees. Gonna, it'll be rough. We'll have to use body heat. Yeah. 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 We will. You got to end a lot of whiskey, body and whiskey heat. Uh, we got the New England Patriots at the Kansas City Chiefs. Patriots are back in it for the eighth year in a row. Ho hum. Yeah, Chiefs I'm are minus three. This over, the by the way, this over under is fifty five. So it's uh, both of these point spreads and overs are extremely close. And again, you're dealing with the four top offenses in the NFL, so that's not surprising. What, uh, what, I, what, what are you surprised about? Uh, the I, I think the minus three for KC, I, I would have expected this to be uh, a toss-up, to be honest. I mean, usually home team in a playoff game, you get three or seven, depending on the quality of your team. But uh, to me, regardless of stadium, this is a pretty evenly matched game. It just depends on who executes and what kind of weird shit Bel- Belichick comes up with. Um, you never know with that guy. You know, he, he may change up his entire offense for this week. But I tell you what's definitely going to happen is Patrick Mahomes is going to throw a bunch of slant to Tyreek Hill. Yeah, in the snow, um, the fact that uh, that the Patriots have Sony Michelle who can run the ball well, and they have James White who can catch the ball on the flat well out of the backfield is going to be a problem, I think, for the Chiefs because in the cold, those two types of plays are really successful usually, and and the Patriots execute them like nobody else. Yeah, and and this is another one where the Patriots and the Chiefs played this year. They already played. Yeah, um, and and look. I, me personally, look, I, I know Mahomes had a miraculous comeback and it was close towards the end. Patriots were winning that game. I mean, they they had it they had it pretty handily for about three quarters. And then Mahomes made that miraculous comeback and then Brady came back and threw the last second TD. We would only be so lucky to see that game again in person. Yeah, I mean, be great. It, it would it would be amazing. But again, you're gonna have game footage now on that. Mahomes and the boys are gonna be able to go back and look at their mistakes because they they made they made a lot against the Patriots. The Patriots are going to adjust. Both of these teams are used to playing in the cold weather, so that's not yep. really a factor in this one. You know, if it was the Dolphins no, but the or noise, somebody. The noise in Arrowhead is going to be a factor. I mean, Brady's a pro, and they don't have any, like, 
young people on that team, but I would expect to see. And the Patriots, again this year, for like the 50th year in a row, are the least penalized team in the NFL. So is that going to be a factor? Are they not going to be able to hear snap counts and, and whatever else? Is there going to be a lot of fucking false starts? That's something that I'm going to be looking at. Yeah, the other thing I'm going to be looking at is is whether or not the Kareem Hunt factor hurts in this game. I, you know, I said a few weeks ago that it didn't really matter. The Chiefs were able to plug and play and put uh, Damian Williams has looked lights out and, and he has. The problem was Kareem Hunt has played, you know, now in a big game like this and uh, he's not going to be there. So you're essentially leaning on somebody who's never done it. And uh, I, look, yeah. he looked he looked fine last week and the, the, the Chiefs steamrolled and it was great. Whew, what happens? Is this Brady's last game? Are these guys too old? You know, is that was that score last week indicative of of who this team is in the playoffs this year? I don't know. The Patriots to me are so fucking hard to gauge. Where if you would have asked me in the regular season, I, I would have said they're done. I, I thought they looked old. I thought they looked slow. I, I, Gronkowski looks like I, I, it looks like he just had a hip replacement. Like the way he moves out on the football field these days, yeah, he only he only caught one pass last week, I think. Yeah, he, he looks really slow and lethargic, like just like he is limping into retirement. I didn't think Brady looked that great this year. Then they get into the playoffs, and it looks like a fucking championship team that that has never lost before. That that Chargers game last week was an utter butt fucking. I mean, just an absolute butt fucking. It was over. You texted me. I want to say what four four minutes into the game wasn't it? Fucking yeah, it was, it was twenty one to to seven or something like yeah. that. And I was just like, yeah, Jesus they, Christ! Yeah. And I took the Chargers. I got my ass handed to me in that game. Um, luckily, those other three games came through. But that was that was my big one. You know, we all have a big one that we put on. That was my big one. And Philip Rivers, Phyllis, Phil, uh, that poor fucking guy. He can forget about ever trying to win a Super Bowl ever. He's that 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 is yeah. it. Rest in peace to them. Rest in peace to the Chargers. I, I I can never bet on a big game with the Chargers again. That being said, I'm I'm actually going to go with the Chiefs on this one. Yeah, same. I that, I'm I'm doing that because that's what I want to happen. Chiefs. Um, yeah, and look. It, I mean, frankly, before the season it, started. Yes. Chiefs. I call Chiefs Rams, so <laughs> yeah. uh, you know I'm going to be right one way or another on that Rams game. Uh, well, no, but, look, it could be it could be Saints Patriots, and then you could be wrong. So we'll see. Well, no, yeah, but I called the Saints for this week, so just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but uh, this is yeah. We'll th- see. We'll see what happens. To me, this is both of these games are unbelievably tough to pick. Um, I want to point out this because a lot of people tend to jump on betting the under during cold conditions or snow or whatever it is. It never pans out that week. You got people got buried last week doing that against the Chiefs where they were like, "Oh, it's snowing in KC. That that the under's going to happen not with an offense yeah. this high powered." I, I no. told somebody on on uh, Drinking Bros Sports, you know, who was just like, "What do you think about the snow? What do you think they're going to do?" And I was like, I, "I said the same thing as you did. I was like, it's going to be a lot of inside slants to uh yeah. Tyreek Hill and and you're good to go." That guy's yeah, that too was like the first fast. three plays of the game. Yeah. <laughs> the first three plays of the game. I, th- th- that guy's too fast. When you have a weapon like that, you know, you, you he's essentially a second running back back there where you can just dump off yeah, a pass ridiculous. like that. I think it's time, man. I think this Mahomes kid looks extremely poised. It's going to be at home. The entire city has been waiting for a Super Bowl championship. 
Um, I think he leads them, and uh, I, I think this is I, I think this is the end of the Patriots dynasty this year. So that that's I'm yeah. I'm going I'm going Rams versus Chiefs Super Bowl. That is my pick. As far as the over under on this, look, it, it's that's it's a with with an over under of fifty five. That's a twenty eight twenty eight game. Um, you're probably fine betting the over in that. It's I would say it's probably going to be thirty five twenty eight somewhere in there. That's, yeah, that's, that's probably right. That's probably, that's probably my, right. my I mean, guess on a game like this. I don't. There's I'm not going to be a lot of field be a goals. Shootout. No, I mean it'll be a shootout. So I mean, and that's something to consider in the cold weather too. Uh, a three point spread in the cold weather. What does that mean? People get in trouble betting the under a lot, but field goals are much more difficult to kick, particularly from forty five yards and out. Yeah, uh, in cold conditions. So you you should expect more risk taking on fourth down. Uh, particularly when they're in their own offensive zone. So I, I would, uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I take, if you're going to bet KC, bet them straight up. Don't worry about the points because it's going to be, I don't think it'll be a three-point game. I think it'll be a seven. Maybe yeah. six. Yeah, uh, look, look we're, I'm I'm calling Chiefs Rams. You're calling Chiefs Saints. Either way, look, we're, we're, we'll be at the Super Bowl. I'd be happy to see either of those. I, I just, I don't want to see New England in the fucking Super Bowl again. Uh, you know, I wouldn't care about that as long as they're playing like the Rams or something. I don't, I don't want to see New England uh, versus New Orleans. That would be boring to me. I, the, the quarterback's total age would be 81 years old. If it was Brady and Breeze, Bre- <laughs> Breeze just turned 40 yesterday. So yeah. he's 40. Well, uh, uh, Brady's 41. That's 81 years worth of quarterback experience. Oof. If that turns out to be the Super Bowl, me personally, let, let's let the young young guns go at it again. That that Chiefs Rams game to me was the game of the year so far. That would be the greatest yeah, rematch great. ever in the Super Bowl. Everybody since that game happened has been asking for that. That was the the, the infamous Mexico City game that got canceled. Yep, fifty four to fifty one final score of that Ooh, game. Ooh, boss! That was that was a lot of fun to watch. Yep. And um, I, yeah, that would be a, a treasure. That's what I'm calling. I'm calling a rematch of that game. Um, but you know, I, I also wouldn't be surprised if 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 uh, New Orleans and the, and the Patriots make it. You know, Patriots looked great last week. Um, I, it's it's more of a personal thing with me where it's just it's not even the Falcons' homerness in me. I'm tired of seeing the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I, I'm sick of it. And I, and it's one of those things where everybody roots against the Patriots. Last year, everybody was in their mother was rooting for the Eagles. There was like two Patriots fans who were like, "Yeah, let's get, let's have Brady get six. I'm not one of those people. I think the Patriots are a boring ass team. Um, you know, outside of Gronkowski, there's no real superstars. They they use 80 running backs. I, I looked at Edelman's numbers; they're insane. I, he he he's number two behind Jerry Rice as far as like receptions now playoffs, in playoff yeah. games. Yeah, it's and ridiculous. I understand they're good. It's just it's just weird and these boring, weird teams that just keep making it backed by Tom Brady. Um yep. so look, I, I, I am the opposite of of uh yeah, let's see a dynasty. Let's see fucking fifty year runs. I don't want to see that either. Same with Bama. I don't want to see them in the in the championship anymore. I we're all done. Yeah. I, I want to see some new young teams, some fresh faces in there. That's why I was amped about Clemson winning. I like Dabo Sweeney. I like I like his style. I also like, by the way, what Trump did at the White House. Since there's a government shutdown and he had a uh, McDonald's and all that shit. Yeah, that's funny. Everybody, I, people like 
there, there was a, like a, a weird article on CNN talking shit about him. Like, fucking, can you believe the president brought in fucking McDonald's? Like, I don't know. It's the most successful restaurant in American history. <laughs> I mean, what, not, not sure what's that, the big problem. I mean, as you're, you're, it's a, it's a, he paid for it himself because there's a government shutdown, right? So there was no budget yeah, yeah. for it, whatever. Um, I, as a college kid, having gone to college, because the, the players started cheering when they walked into the room and saw it was, it was all pizzas, you know, Pizza Hut and like, uh, McDonald's yeah, and yeah, shit yeah. like that. And, uh, the, all the players started cheering. And look, you're, you're a college kid, man. When I was in college, I would eat, all I ate was Big Macs and pizza. It was a fucking, you're going to tell me there's free shit like that? The worst is like buffet food where you're at some rich event and you're like, oh, sweet. Here's a cube of beef and some, you know, piece of shit dinner roll that I could give a fuck about. I, lo- I love yeah. the, those kids' reactions when they saw it. Like, that's hilarious, dude. Like, not only do you win a, a national championship and you get to go to the White House, but when you get there, they're serving Big Macs? I mean, you'll have a story to tell the rest of your life. I thought it was really cool. Me personally, um, the media fucking sucks at life, and uh, Jesus yeah, they're Christ. terrible. Uh, seeing that, and and also before before we hop off and and, and hop on to uh, to Kelly's picks here in a second, um, I want to chat. I want to chat with you about this Gillette commercial because you're going to start seeing a lot of oh, Super God. Bowl commercials pop up. We brought this up yesterday. I did a show about it on Ross Patterson Revolution podcast where I was just like. What the fuck are you doing with this stupid shit? Because now, you know, they're leaking these Super Bowl commercials, and it's like, man, you are really pandering right now to what you think is popular or cool. Congratulations. You just pissed off, what, 90% of your demo with dudes saying that we're all fucking bullies, assholes, rapists? Fuck you, Gillette. Yeah, I don't get it, man. I mean, I I understand. Like, we, you and I had this conversation offline with uh, Nicole Arbor and, and some others. Uh, like, yeah... Uh, you and I, and most of the dudes I know, most military dudes in general, are the kind of people who would step in if they saw somebody getting sexually harassed yes. or assaulted or any kind of bullshit like that. But get the fuck out of here with all this chud nonsense! Like they're they're like, uh, there's a scene in there where there's two little boys fighting, and they're like, "That's not how we do things." Like, yeah, it is, bitch. They're two little boys. We fight, man. We beat the shit out of each other because it's fun. Yeah, shut the fuck up. The it, most popular sport in the goddamn country right now, at least uh, tr- the one that's trending upwards the most, is UFC. So what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, look, I, you're, I've, you're, I've got you're a putting kid. this commercial on a fucking. You're putting this commercial on a fucking game where dudes are out there trying to fucking mash each other. I mean, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. What the fuck? That's what I don't understand. Like, look, I, I've got a child, you know, who's around that the the age of the kids in that commercial. That's what they do. Yeah. They roll around the grass. They kick the shit out of each other. You know, uh, damn, I, I don't dude. get it. And the only the other thing that makes me laugh about it is is Gillette is the Patriot Stadium. Gillette Stadium. You yeah. didn't have a problem with Aaron Hernandez murdering motherfuckers up in that bitch. So now yeah. you got a, you now you now you got a problem. Now, uh, me too. <laughs> me too. Me too. Yeah, you might as Get well had a you might as well here. have just had a cutaway to a woman shaving her pussy in the shower with a Gillette razor because that's your audience now, assholes. Like uh, you you want to think that all men are cocksuckers and we're, we're evil and we're the devils? Great. Then just pan to a woman shaving her pussy with a Gillette razor in the in the shower and get the fuck off my lawn with this stupid ass shit. Uh, and see you know how many can people get fucked too while we're at it. Like we run a media company, so I understand th- this is what makes it even worse. I understand how many levels of approval that thing had to go through before it became real. Oh yeah, yeah. That, how, in in all honesty, what would you say? 18 probably execs had to approve that ad at least at a minimum 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it would start at the ground. Somebody had the idea. Some some intern or or, or a writer. Some, they usually some, have a team of writers writer, or an yeah. ad agency. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So usually for an ad agency, there's two between two and five writers on a single project. They bounce ideas off each other. Then there's one person who's in charge of actually writing copy, the final copy. Then it goes to editing, and then um, it goes up one level. There's revisions that are sent back down. They make those revisions. It goes back up. Then they storyboard it, and that could happen a couple of times. Then they storyboard it. Then it gets in front of executives. I would say um, uh, it, it had to be in front of anywhere between five and fifteen executives at some point during the process where they decided. And then for a Super Bowl commercial, it may even be more than that. It may be uh, you know the entire marketing division for sure, but the entire PR division, the uh, operations division that handles all the customer service issues and all that bullshit that they're definitely going to get from this now and how oh, yeah. it ties into I, the other marketing campaigns they're going to be doing. I mean, there are a fuckload of people saw this and, and they, they probably spent, I don't know, half a million getting it made. They're going to spend another 3 million putting it on air. Oh, easily. Well, I, I think this year, what it's up to five million for a thirty-second spot. That's is and, it really? And it's a, it's a it's a two-minute commercial, by the way. And they're calling it yeah. a short film, which whatever, fine. Um, but the, I, if you look at it, if they if they end up showing that entire clip during the Super Bowl, you're looking at twenty million dollars for a two-minute clip in, in a row. Yep. Um, and you're essentially eating up half a commercial break with that one commercial. That's going real fucking hard. Uh, against an audience that is predominantly male for your product, and best best of luck with that, Gillette. I, what I'd like to see is it get, like the end of the slogan was like "Do better" or something. It was like, why don't you guys do better by not charging us thirty dollars for a fucking razor? Yeah, man. I mean, I feel like if they can afford to spend their money making that horse shit and putting it on the air, they can probably give me a discount on my razors. No shit. Jesus Christ. I, look, I use straightrazors.com, so I don't worry about that shit, but uh, fuck it. Promo code REVOLUTION, 20% off over there. Oh, yeah. You piece take of your shit. Take your Gillette and throw it in the garbage can. Um, <laughs> this was fun, D'Anthony. We're going to bring yep. uh, Kelly from Vegas on the show now and get her picks. D'Anthony, I will see you this weekend in Kansas City, my man. You sure will, buddy. Hells Kells, how are you? You're in Vegas. I am in Kelly Stewart is back on the show, back by popular demand. You crushed it last time you, you were here. So we, we greatly yeah, appreciate great you time. being back. Dude, you were, you were rad. Your picks were amazing. You were on fire that show. You know, October was a really good month for me. So I'm glad you uh, picked to have me on then. November, not so much. December, nice bounce back last weekend. Oh, God, I don't want to relive it. Man, I, so here's what happened to me. Uh, just just to, to recap it and give you where I went at the end of the season. Bowl games, absolutely dominated. I was great across the board. But we all have that one huge bet we put a lot of money on. Mine was Ohio State-Washington. Not because I'm an oh. Ohio State homer, but just it was urban send-off game. I thought for sure they would have housed them. And they were up 28-3, to same way the Falcons were over the Patriots um, except there was 12 minutes left, and I was like, ah, there's no way they'll fucking cover. They came back and covered one by five. I got absolutely nuked on that, and that was one of my biggest bets of last year. And then the last two weeks of the NFL season were bad for me. Yeah, I mean, I feel guilty because I was on Washington, and I knew that game was was toast. Um, and so I just 
was like, okay, no, no harm, no foul. Like I was having a really good bowl season. I actually won a couple of big money bowl pools. So I was like, all right, you know, like it, it was just fine. You're going to lose this one. It didn't matter anyway. Um, and then they came roaring back and I, I knew so many people on, on Ohio state that I respected. And I was like, I feel really guilty, but then things like, you know, <laughs> Will Lutz's missed field goal on Sunday makes me not feel so guilty where I'm just like, you know what? See, I get fucked too. Yeah, no, it's, it's true across the board. And, and the thing I like about you in particular, which is why I wanted to have you back is if people don't follow you on Instagram or Twitter, um, at Kelly in Vegas, by the way. You're an OG fucking gangster. Like you're at the casinos, you're betting on all of these games along with everybody else. So it's not like you're just dishing out advice and then walking away. You've got skin in the game on these fucking games. Yeah, sometimes I have a little too much skin in the game, but you know, like, <laughs> it, like the, you're probably referring. Uh, we're at the Westgate, uh, not last weekend, but the weekend before. I had a bunch of buddies in town, so we uh, got the private VIP room there, which is which is kind of cool because just drink your face off and eat pizza and you have like eight TVs. So with college basketball and you can have your games, you know, as opposed to the sports book where they're in charge of what's on the screen. Right. Um, so we're just sticking around in there and I, I get there right before the chargers chargers Ravens kickoff. And every single one of these jackasses is on the chargers. And I'm like, I'm going to go bet the Ravens right now. You know what I mean? Like that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff yeah. is where, where the degenerate side takes over, where you know you're not on the right side, but you know you're smarter than your friends, and you're like, okay, this is just, I'm going to tell you guys what's going to happen right here. And of course, <laughs> it was it was like the stupidest play of the week. But yeah, I like to fire. I love having action. I, um, it's very rarely I take a day off, and sometimes it's really good, and sometimes it's not so good. I know, like like this weekend, for example. This like here's where I start to get sad before the 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 season's over because after Super Bowl, I I go into like a deep depression until at least March Madness starts for me. I don't know if you're the same way, but there's just not a lot to bet on. I don't like well, betting on I NBA like games. Championship? No, NBA is terrible. You're not going to get rich betting the NBA. Maybe a situational play here or there, but I like conference championships a lot. Uh, because you can tell teams are peaking at the right time. Certain teams care, certain teams don't. You know who's going to make the dance? They're looking ahead. I mean, they're that's enjoyable. But you're right. Like there's like two weeks after Super Bowl where you're like, blah, life sucks. Is it football season yet? Right, right. And, and it's uh, man, you, like you can't. You know, you, maybe you can throw some money on the over on the NBA All Star Game if you're a true <laughs> ju- junkie. Just- just cause. Yeah, just if you're a true junkie. But uh, yeah, we got uh, we got really lucky because my, mybookie.com is our sponsor for this show. And it was double your deposit at the beginning of the year. Our first show was uh, August 7th or August 1st. And we did the college football, you know, way too early predictions. Both my co-host and I picked Clemson and put all of the money on that for the first week's betting. Uh, it was, it was six to one and boy, I flew in out overnight to see him in San Antonio. And when I say we drank our faces off, we literally drank our faces off. That's why he's not here with me in studio today. <laughs> um, but NFL and uh, NFL games, uh, Dan, my, my co-host is eight. No, in the playoffs thus far, I am five. Wow. I, yeah, no, uh, I, he believed in big dick, Nick. I didn't, I, I believe towards the end last week I bet on uh, I bet on Philly. I'm five and three. The Chargers and Phyllis Rivers really really fucked me. I oh good. Oh, I good. thought you they were on Phyllis too. I thought that was just me and everybody you know chastised me for it on Twitter. No 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 not at all. Like it is Phyllis Rivers. I don't care that he's yeah, got when he's bad Philip. Yeah. when he's bad Philip. Did you see the meme? It was the best. It was like 
uh, before the Ravens game, someone sent it to me after I said I was going to be on the Ravens. They're like, Philip Rivers is only the only thing that scares Philip Rivers is birth control, and I about <laughs> died. I saw one with Philip Rivers that just said, "It's ma'am." When he was screaming oh, at the no. at the referees, because that, that's what he turns into. Because you know he started screaming at the refs probably about six minutes into that game, and they were down twenty-one to seven. And I was like, "This is over." Like that team had given up. Um, I watching. I didn't. I didn't even bother watching the rest of that game after halftime. I mean, it was fucking awful. And to me, the Chargers were a better team all year. You know, the Chargers were a better team, and this is the thing that is infuriating, right? Because being engulfed in so much information out here and no rhyme or reason, do I ever want to step in front of the Belichick Brady freight train that is them in December or during the playoffs? I mean, there are stats and trends and angles to support them in every single direction. And here I am going, this line comes out at four and a half. I we're sitting in the book right after the Ravens charger game. My buddy goes, the line's going to be seven. And I pull up my phone. I go, holy shit, it's four and a half. Like, in what world is this four and a half? Uh, that's that's so what I thought. So we, I, I fired hard. Um, my, my co-host yeah. did not. He was like, no, man, I, I will not go against Brady and Belichick. And I was like, all right, man, that, you know, that's your cross to bear. And then, boom, I get, I get nuked, you know, six minutes in, Absolutely. I'm done. I mean, there was no... There was that first long pass. I don't remember. Maybe Keenan Allen. Yeah, Keenan that, Allen. Uh, yeah. That he threw too, and it I, that was it. That was the only like awesome offensive play that made me think like, okay, I got a shot with my four and a half here. After that, I was like, well, it's done, and everybody's like cheering. Uh, I was at the gym during that that play. Then I went to the to the book to meet some people, and everybody's <laughs> cheering for them to cover their bullshit Chargers <laughs> teaser. And I'm like, shut up! Like, I hope this team loses by 87 at this point. Like, why do you care? Same. I'm because I'm in the same camp of look. If I'm going to lose a bet, I want I want to lose by 80. I don't want to lose by oh maybe he could have scored a garbage touchdown or an onside kick. Nope. Just Ugh. go ahead and ring that up for for 80. I want to lose 85 to zero. If I'm going to lose, and that's. One thing I wanted to cheer for was the Saints to lose after Will Lutz missed that field goal, but I knew it wasn't. All I was going to do is basically, you know, we saw Big Dick Nick throw an interception, but I was just so frustrated. But I was like, I just want you guys to lose so bad, but I had the Rams and the Saints in a teaser. I'm like, I literally have to cheer for you guys to win this game by two. Like, how disgusting are you? Like, <laughs> and you want you want me to believe that you guys can win a Super Bowl against the Chiefs? Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I, I was watching that game, and uh, I think our spread was... I think it was seven and a half or eight. And once Big Dick Nick threw that pick, I, I was rooting for him to run it back at that point. Um, but uh, but he didn't. Uh, we both ended up, I think it was eight and a half when we started on Tuesday. We both ended up winning that game. But part of me watching what he's been able to do the last two years, like, you know, if I don't have a lot of money on the game, like I'll, I'll root for the team I genuinely want to win. And I thought the Eagles actually deserved to win that game. And... I, look, if Alshon Jeffrey drops that pass, it's a whole different story. I agree. I agree. I mean, I listen. The, the I guess the allure that is Big Dick Nick is is exciting. I mean, he's a backup. He's the best backup quarterback in the NFL. I don't know what the hell the Eagles are going to do next year because if you talk to Eagles fans, they're still sold on Carson Wentz as their guy. Yeah. Yeah, and even even today, look, uh, Peterson said, "Look, th- this is my guy. This is my coach. I mean, this is my uh, this is my guy. This is my starting quarterback." And we would like to keep Foles, is what they said. 
but you're going to have to back up the truck for a backup quarterback, and there's no way a salary cap can handle. I mean, he that. missed out on a million dollars because of something he didn't. There was like some clause in his contract that if if one more if he would have played like a certain number more downs, he would have got an extra million dollar bonus. But because of not, he didn't. And then they said they were going to make it right or whatever after he beat the Bears. But I don't know. It's it's weird because you're right. Somebody's going to have to pay him, and someone's going to pay him. Yeah. I don't know if that's necessarily the right answer. I mean, we've seen him have some moments of greatness, and then we've seen, you know, it's like it's like the my Broncos paying Case Keenum because Oof. he, you know, made it into the playoffs last year, and then goes to Denver, and you have an offensively inept team and an offensively inept coach, and you think that this kid's going to be able to do something. Yeah, because I, I looked at Case Keenum, and I thought he was. I rode Case Keenum all year. I thought I rode the Den the Broncos all year. We did a preseason oh, no. show, and I thought they were going to the playoffs. I thought they were only a quarterback short, and I thought Case Keenum was the guy. I just, you know, looking at that team, because they lost a lot of one-score games. It was like six games by, like, one one score. Well, that's because they got out-coached because they had Vance Joseph. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was screaming for him to get fired, I think it was week three or four at the Jets. And granted, I bet the Jets. I took the Jets, I think, like, plus four and a half or something at home. But I was like, okay, the Broncos won this game, like, by some stupid way and like by like a late field goal i had the broncos season win total over seven plus 100 and i had that locked up it was golden it was a win (laughs) he blows the texans game he blows the browns game and he blew one other and i was like and i hate you i want you fired i wanted you fired and now you've absolutely solidified it yeah you're done you're done with life we'll see we'll see how fangio does i wanted kubiak to come back i was really happy obviously won a super bowl or yeah, a Super Bowl with him. Yeah, my biggest preseason bet for over/under wins was actually the Cleveland Browns. I thought it was it was really low. It was, it was four and a half is what we got at my bookie, and I yeah, was like, and it closed it. It closed at six. Yeah, so and I, I was like that. that I, this team, I, I thought that team was easily a five to six win team, and I, I believe that's where they ended up somewhere in there, uh, six or seven. Um, and that was the easiest win I had. I thought I think they have a lot of talent on the Browns. I just think they need a good coach. Same with the Broncos. I don't think the Broncos are in trouble at all. Um, no, and I don't. I don't think necessarily that Keenum's the savior. I'm not exactly pleased as a quote unquote fan of them with what John Elway's done. John Elway, great guy, but uh, he said it himself. He may have CTE because sometimes his decision making is is not good. Yeah, hell of a set of teeth on that guy, though. Oh my God, he's always <laughs> huge. So like I was at the, the Aria High Limit Room and he was there. He was here for a golf tournament. And it was right before the Chargers game last year. And I told him, I was like, if we lose to the Chargers, you have got to figure something out here. And sure as shit, we get not only lose to the Chargers in the soccer stadium, we get shut out. And I was like infuriated. But it was funny because I talked to him for like an hour and he would literally like pause and I'd be like, what's wrong? And he's like, oh, it's just a CTE. And he would like shake his head and like take another drink of his vodka on the rocks. I'm like, oh my God. Oh yeah. I hope you're kidding. I hope you're kidding. No, but, yeah, he's huge. That's I mean, real. He's a huge guy. Yeah. He's a big, so, yeah, those, he's a big guy. He's got big veneers, mash. big, big veneers. Uh, Are they veneers? One. I don't know. They're kind of. I was going to say, they're not in very good condition if they're veneers. <laughs> so that was the point of paying $100,000 for teeth. Yeah, look, you still got you still got to keep a little maintenance in the garage, you know? Um, <laughs> and that's, that's, his, that's his upkeep on that one. Um, but look, this is this look that we called you in for the, the, the big guns here, the big games. Uh, Dan and I are getting sent to this uh, <laughs> New England KC game. So we'll be in 
outside the stadium in two degree weather doing a live show on Sunday uh, in Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, we'll be in Kansas City on Sunday. So well, let me know if you guys need. I know about a oh, hundred thousand people that live there. So if you guys need anything while you're there, oh, go to uh, go get Jack Stack Barbecue if you guys want like the best barbecue you've ever had. Yeah. Um, I would highly recommend that, but yeah, you guys are going to freeze. It's going to suck. The last time I was at Arrowhead was for a Broncos game in it, and it was 65 on Saturday. We went to the K-State KU game. Sunday was just a normal day, and it was so cold on Monday. I had to go to Bass Pro Shops. Yeah. And buy, I bought um, like hunting gear because I was like, screw it. It's orange. Broncos are orange. I'll just wear like a blue hoodie. And I literally bought like little kids hunting gear so that I didn't freeze to death. Like you guys are going to literally freeze to death. Oof. Uh, not it's so, so windy right there. I, oh yeah. And uh, the, the, you know, the game time temp is four, four, de- four degrees is supposed to be game time. Obviously that's not going to affect either of these two teams because they're cold weather teams. But as a fan from the South, that's, uh, that's going to be, yeah, you're just going to have to drink a lot. Oh yeah, a Get lot. Some fireball or Jackfire or something. Yeah, and, we'll, we'll uh, have some Lead Slingers whiskey in the in the old oof. North Face going in for that one. I like forget about doing a live show outside the stadium. It's gonna be it's gonna be cold. Um, so forgive me, whoever's listening to the show next week. Just know where I was at. Uh, but that that is the second game. The first game we got the Rams at the Saints. This is a rematch of a the literally the exact same game. What about six weeks ago? I was actually at this game on the field uh, for this game. Uh, this one, the Rams are getting three and a half, literally almost the same spread as they were last time. And the over under is 57. Who you got, Kelly? Um, fun fact it's Drew Brees' birthday today. He's 40. Yeah. Um, so that has no effect on this at all, but I decided to tell you that because uh, it's on my computer notes. Uh, <laughs> this is where it gets interesting, right? So the old adage of it's so hard to beat a team twice in one season is not really as relevant as it used to be. Uh, We see teams do it a lot more now. Um, And so it's, it's interesting because I want to be on the Rams for a magnitude of reasons, but Sean Payton, Drew Brees, six and zero in playoff games in new Orleans. We know the Superdome is a tough place to play. Hell they were down 14. Yep. And that fan base didn't let up at all. I mean, maybe if they were down 28, it would have been a different story. But, um, you know, I kind of told everybody last week, going back, keep touching on this, but as a Broncos fan, I I loved when we had C.J. Anderson. He ended up getting cut for obvious reasons. Went to, I think, the Panthers and then the Giants. And uh, the Rams picked him up. And I said last week, I said, listen, you guys, don't be surprised to see C.J. Anderson get a ton of touches. And, of course, he does uh, rush for 123 yards. You know, more than Gurley had two touchdowns. Kid is a stud. So now they've kind of got this two-headed uh, monster in the backfield in case something happens to Gurley. And and it and when they can do that, now they're giving Jared Goff a ton more time to make better plays. That offensive line is also giving him a little bit more time. And I thought last week, I did bet the Rams. It was a tiny bet in comparison to the bloodbath. Um, but I thought, you know, I lean the Rams here because everybody's on the Cowboys, but Ezekiel Elliott's going to have a heyday against that rush defense, and he didn't. Yeah. So now that makes me think, like, okay, does this rushing defense have it kind of figured out? Can they stop Alvin Kamara, who's kind of a, a dual threat there because not only is he a running back, but, you know, he can kind of play in the slot there. So it's it's a really tough spot for me here. It really is. Uh, like I said, Goff had a much better game, and he's looking more well-rounded. And, and I think there's some concern with how slow – 
the Saints started off. Okay, so we know they rested players week 17 against the Panthers. Obviously, that's why they yeah, lost it. That home. was that was a preseason game is what that was. Even the, the Panthers sat out all their starters week 17. I mean, at that point, you just don't care. No. And you don't want anybody to get hurt. And I understand that. And then they had a week off. And I think it showed last week. Either that or they were overlooking the Eagles, one of the two, which doesn't really make sense to me either. But it was just a very slow start for this team. And you can't start off slow against the Rams. Like, this is one of those spots where all signs say bet the over and normally i'm going well if all signs say bet the over then i'm going to look towards the under no absolutely not i wouldn't bet this under with anybody's money this is an interesting dynamic where the last time we saw these two teams put up 80 the saints score over 30 on their own the rams score over 30 on their own um and i do think camara is going to have another good game uh, last time around, he had three touchdowns against this team. Thomas had a touchdown and 211 uh, pa- uh, sorry, receiving, res- yards. Uh, yards, receiving yards. Can't yep. even talk right now. Um, so I do think this is going to be another monster game. If you want to give me three and a hook here with the Rams, I'm going to take it. Um, I do think it's going to be a really tight game. So I'll take, I'll take the points here. I think the Rams have a shot to win this game. Um, and I promise I'm not just disgruntled because the Saints didn't cover last week. Sure. No, look, I, I'm in the same boat. So before you came on, I, you know, I did the show with Dan. Um, I, I'm taking the Rams in this one as well for, for, for different reasons, though. Um, I, I think here's because here, we're in total agreement here about the Kamara thing. I don't like, though, that they play Ingram so much because I think Kamara is so dangerous. I would like to see him on the field more. The thing with the Rams that, that that maybe they got lucky on was was because Gurley was hurt and C.J. Anderson got to light it up. Now they have two of these guys that you've got to worry about. Whereas in the first game, you just had to worry about Gurley. Now you've got to worry about two of these these bruisers coming out of the backfield, which you're right gives Goff more time to make better decisions. He's a younger guy. He's not you know a seasoned veteran, obviously a forty year old like uh, Drew Brees. And for that reason. I'm going to take the Rams in this one with the points. And I, you're right. I think this is a very close game, and it might come down to a field goal. But I th- I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams win this, and I, I actually have them going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't I don't blame you. Uh, I did some stuff earlier with CBS, and one of the guys that I've known forever, Micah, said that, you know, listen, if you bet the Rams' money line and you bet uh, the Rams' money line in the Super Bowl, you're getting 4-1 to one on this team. I mean, I think that that right there is the right move. I think they can win this game. and. And uh, kind of shocked the world, so to speak. Yeah, I do too. And you know, I know beating a team twice is is not necessarily always the trend, but in this case, it is. And I don't know how you prepare for CJ Anderson as well. Where look, the Rams can go back because I was at this game. The Rams can go back and look at this footage of the Saints and really pick apart how they played. They had a really shitty start to that girly. They had a really shitty start. I mean, they the final score is not indicative of the game. I mean, the Saints, no. the Saints were up thirty five fourteen. Yeah, and and Gurley looks slow and had a bad start. And, and and with this, if he has a bad start in this one, you can give it to C.J. Anderson and let him annihilate people. So why not? Um, I mean, he has. Yeah, three and it's, games he's had over four hundred rushing yards, four touchdowns. Like, I, I mean, I like I said, I'm really happy for the guy because I, I really enjoyed him in Denver. So to see somebody who's had a really crappy year get picked up by a team that's potentially going to the Super Bowl is exciting. Same, same. So I, I hope he does well. And look, these four game or these these two games with these four teams 
are as good as advertised. I'm amped for this. I will be on a parking lot outside of Kansas City watching this outside of Arrowhead Stadium before I go in to watch this next game, which is the New England Patriots at the Chiefs. Here's another spread. These these spreads and these over are, are very, very similar. So it's Chiefs yeah, minus crazy. three at home. Yeah, the over is, is 54 and a half. Completely different conditions. Again, game time temp is probably four for this. You're in a dome for the other game. Kind of surprised to see the over almost as high as the, the Rams-Saints game. Well, uh, right. But this one's like like plummeting down because it's the same thing I made fun of people last week on Twitter. I said, oh, my God, it's snowing. And I like put up this video of you know them plowing snow at Arrowhead. And I said, you guys have got to stop overreacting. There's no wind. Um, there's no other terrible conditions. And by the time the game kicks off, there's going to be no snow. And, of course, the line drops five points. And they, you know somehow hit that under because there was absolutely no scoring in the second half by either team. Um, but it's still like the logic in saying it's cold. So we have to bet the under just seems very um, primitive for lack of better words. It just doesn't make sense. They don't, the cold does not correlate to under like if it's going to be super windy. Absolutely. So I'm shocked to see this one coming down that much because I think we're actually going to see an over game in the situation. Yeah, I, I do too. And, you know, look, we record on a Tuesday night because this show drops on Wednesday. And as of now, right now, it's three mile an hour wind is what they're predicting. So the wind's not really going to be a factor. It's not supposed to snow Sunday. So snow shouldn't be an issue either. I mean, it'll, it'll be cold. But again, both of these teams are used to playing in the cold. It looked, you know, balls ass cold in, in Boston last week. Um, yeah. In uh, this one, I'm going with the Chiefs on this one by, by a touchdown. Who do who you got in this one? Yeah. You know, this is the thing and it's where it gets tough. You know, we talked about stepping in front of the Brady Belichick freight train, but that's in new England. Um, they lost the last three times they've been on the road in the AFC championships. Granted, they were all three to Peyton Manning, yeah. uh, two at Denver and one in Indianapolis, but still, um, this is not the same team on the road. Belichick 29 and 11 in postseason eight and four in AFC championship games. Like it, it, the guy is a machine as far as the coaching edge goes. Hello. We know it's Belichick. Like what he did last week to the chargers with, I mean, this Patriots, team, we were laughing and I was like, who is on this Patriots team that you can really name that is a stud player, Julian Edelman Gronk, who's not done absolutely nothing. Gronk, all year. Gronk looks like he's, he he's about to have hip surgery. So I, I don't know what his deal is, but uh, I think this is his. I think he's done after this. I think he's going to retire. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel bad for the guy. I love Gronk. He's a big dumb jock, but like, I I think his time is done. And Tom Brady, who's forty one years old, so you know what Belichick's able to do with the personnel he has is absolutely incredible. And you know, I'm not sold on Andy Reid, but this Chiefs team is special. Uh, Patrick Mahomes clearly very talented. Um, I hope what doesn't happen to him that happened to Cap what happened to Kaepernick doesn't happen to him where he goes out and he wins a Super Bowl and then every defensive coordinator now has a year's worth of tape on him and they figure him out. Right. I really hope he has I really hope he has a great career. Um he seems like he's a great leader and uh, you know, gonna be able to be in the NFL for a while. But he's also got Sammy Watkins, who if you would have asked me two years ago, I would have said his career is basically done. He's got Tyreek Hill. And while this team is not the same without Kareem Hunt, Damian Williams stepped up huge last week. Um, I, I am a little reluctant laying points with the Chiefs here at home. It seems like the right side uh, because, of course, 
anybody's going to see the plus three next to the Patriots and run as fast as they can to the sports book. Of course. So, and that's, that's where I'm like, okay, you know, you just have to be a rational person here and realize that the math says the chiefs, um, again, Andy Reed, terrible NFC record when he was with the Eagles. Um, and I keep reliving this 2015 playoff when the chiefs lost to the Patriots in my mind in the divisional round, but granite, that was in Foxborough. So, you know, there's just, it's, it's tough. Um, it's a really tough spot, but I think I'm definitely going to be on the over, but I'm going to let everybody bet it down as low as they can. I think this is going to be a shootout type game. Um, and I, and I do see the chiefs winning this game, but let me tell you, if I lay three with the chiefs and they win this game, like, I don't know, 28, 27, my head is going to explode like the exorcist because I, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be so pissed that I bet against Brady and Belichick twice in, uh, I know and my, mine's one of those things where I, again, I thought the chargers were the better team last weekend. So uh, I think the, I think the chiefs are a better team this weekend. I can't not bet on the better team, especially at home. I was incorrect earlier with my co-host. I said, that, look, I, I didn't think the chiefs had ever won a super bowl. I re looked it up and they had won in 1970, which is before mine and your, yes. and your time. A, so I get so much shit from chiefs fans, Same. so much shit Same. for not being, for not being a Chiefs fan because I'm from Kansas. And I'm like, you guys, the chiefs sucked. When I started watching football, Joe Montana was gone. I go, my dad is not a chiefs fan. Why? Because he grew up in Kansas city, but there was no chiefs until the late sixties. <laughs> yeah. Like my dad was already gone and like married. And so it's like, he was a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And I was like, Ew, I don't want to be a Steelers fan. And my sister married a guy from Denver. So I'm like, cool. This team is awesome. They win Super Bowls. I shall join them. Like, you know what I mean? Like any 12 year old does. They're like, yes, I like these guys. They win, you yeah. know, just like every little shit right now. That's between the ages of five and 15. They love the Patriots. Like yeah. I see kids out here all the time with Patriots gear. And I'm like, is your family from Boston? No, I love the Patriots. Oh, wait. Yeah, well, it makes sense. Yeah, because they, they keep Tom Brady winning. Has 84 Super Bowl rings. Of course you like him. Exactly. I get, I get shit from Chiefs fans for not knowing that they were in three Super Bowls because that was, you're right, when the AFL can emerge with the NFL and they, they did win a Super Bowl. So I'm reminded by Chiefs fans, like, we did win a Super Bowl in 1970. And it was like, yeah, cool, but I wasn't alive then. I was nowhere close exactly. to being alive then. So I really apologize. But yes, you, you were going for another title since 1970, and uh, I hope you get it. I, I, my favorite game of the year was this Rams-Chiefs game, um, that Monday night game. That, that was, was amazing. Supposed to be in Mexico. If that is the Super Bowl rematch, because we're heading out to the Super Bowl, that would be my end-all, be-all dream for how this shakes out. So um, it just happens to be the way I'm, I'm betting on this. But I also wouldn't see – I wouldn't be surprised if it goes the other way. And the, and the top story is, you know, 40-year-old Breeze against 41-year-old Brady. And here I we know. are. I know. And did you see it was uh, Dave from Bet Online tweeted. He goes, I'm so sick of the same Super Bowl props every year involving the Patriots. He's like, does Giselle smile – does Belichick smile – what is is Giselle showing cleavage minus you know one twenty yeah. like stuff like that and I just laugh because I I'm sure it does get old seeing them in there but um you know it'd be fun to see I think you're right I think it'd be really fun to see the Rams Chiefs two younger quarterbacks high scoring affair um because I'm hoping to be at the Super Bowl myself I was uh supposed to be at the Phoenix Open like I could do every year for the Super Bowl um incredible experience if you guys haven't went um that's what everybody says everybody says the phoenix open is Holy just shit. an unbelievable rager where I'm, I'm like what 
Yes, it is. It, it's really bad. Like my girlfriend's going to my place. <laughs> That's what I heard. Like, Everybody said it's the most out of control sporting event you could possibly go to during it, the year. It is. And we go to every, we go to everything. Yeah. We go to everything. And I'm like, wait, what you want us to go where the Phoenix yeah. open. And I was like, explain to the audience what the magic is of the Phoenix open. It, it's just not, it's a golf. Okay. You go to a golf course, they're quiet and they're boring. And then for holes 16, 17, and 18, they basically build grandstands and they put in expensive boxes that people pay an outrageous number. And then all the food and all the booze is free. <laughs> so it's just it's, eat and drink your face off. And then bulls and on parade. Your, was that was that where the and, guy was nude on the golf course yeah, last year? On 17. Ah, and dude, go. he's definitely, yeah. Uh, if anybody's listening and thinks that's funny, it is hilarious. But they will actually now make you register as a sex offender. So I would highly not recommend doing that. Wow. Uh, because that's the craziest thing is like it is a d- shit show and parents <laughs> bring their kids to this event. Like like Tiger Woods won't play it because 16 is so loud on that par three. Like you get booed and people are yelling in your backswing. And like, sure, you can tell the announcer like you want they want to stay quiet on the box and then everybody has to be quiet, which is shitty because you're like, dude, we're at the Phoenix Open. Let's go. I've had 18 drinks, you know, so uh Super fun. But yeah, my, my boss from CBS called and said, uh, hi, you, we need you. And I'm like, no, I'm going to be at the Phoenix open. This is already a done deal. And he goes, well, uh, we need you at the Super Bowl. So hopefully, uh, that's a done deal by the end of the week. And, uh, maybe I'll come meet you guys in. Yes. And uh, and we'll, and do a show with us from the Super Bowl. That'd, That'd be fantastic. Um, yeah, we interview, you know, a ton of athletes as always on this show. One of our favorites of the year was, uh, a guy named Freddie Mercury. Um, I'm kidding. Okay. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Freddie Mitchell. You're a disaster. No, Freddie Mitchell. Like, oh, okay. No, uh, Fre- Freddie Mitchell. Uh, Fred X, aka Fourth Down Freddie. Um, no, uh, he was he was on the show at the beginning of the year. He was so great. We ended up doing Jello shots outside the stadium before we went in, and I think he's actually staying with us down in Atlanta. Oh my so, goodness, that's um, great. The guy's a blast, an absolute blast. He's everything you want your weird superstar wide receiver to be. And he's not afraid to dish on like Donovan McNabb and T.O. and all those guys. Like, Oh, God. Yeah. That's yeah. great. I'm sure, you know, some of these guys, you give them a couple of drinks, I'm sure they have some pretty incredible stories. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so it'll be, it'll be rad. We hope to see you down there. Thank you for doing the show. We, I, we greatly of appreciate course. it. You were on fire last time. We'll see if you were on fire again. And hey, well, uh, we agree. So it's, it's misery loves company. If we're not on fire. Oof. Oof. I, I think Dan, Dan took the same. My co-host took the saints in that Rams game. And that was, that was the difference, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. That's the beauty of this weekend. I look, I bet, I bet hard. Do you? Uh, so this is the deal. It's the playoffs. Um, and I should not have bet as much as I did last week. I just was having such a good bowl season. Like, and it was just like, I look at my account and I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. (laughs) So was I, you know what I mean? Like you just feel so good about it that like you may fire a little bit more. And then I, I crush college basketball two weekends ago. So it was just like, yeah, like I can't lose. And the next thing you know, like I lost on the, uh, Cody Parkey field goal. Cause I had the bears in a teaser. And then Oof. I was like, Oh, I was so set on the Andrew luck was going to own the Colts. And I knew before kickoff, it was a loser. And of course I didn't, you know, that whole thing where you're just like, okay, I'm smart enough to get off this, but I'm so arrogant that I'm not going to, and I'm going to own this Colts bet all the way through. Um, so yeah, I do fire, but this weekend will be lighter. I'm really starting to get into, 
college basketball a ton. So it'll be a heavy college basketball slate. Um, probably just nickels and dimes for me. Just like keep it chill on this game where, it, you know, it's it's not going to be life changing. They're not life changing bets. You know what I mean? I'm not getting somebody at plus 240, 260 that like went out right kind of deal like the Eagles did. Sure. Um, or had a ch- chance to last weekend. So, you know, you're not betting to win a ton of money. It's 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 kind of pointless, right? It's it's not uh it's not exciting. These lines are super tight. The books, you know, have this they've known these lines for weeks now. They've already had these situational matchups. I mean, that's why we already have Super Bowl lines. So not firing too hard, but um if you guys need anything while you're in Kansas City, you let me know. Um, I'm pretty sure my girlfriend, Gracie will be in the parking lot. I'm going to tell her to come find you guys. Yes. She's about the biggest disaster I've ever met in my life. And she's hilarious. Cause I'm going to be there in a couple weeks and I'm making her go to the K-State KU game with me. Well, she's perfect for our show. So send her our way and we'll, we'll get her on as a guest. Uh, Kelly, yeah, where can everybody find you? You can find me on Twitter at Kelly in Vegas, Instagram. I'm pretty boring. I usually just post pictures of me and Coco. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nothing too exciting. Sometimes new sports books. Uh, but yeah, Kelly in Vegas on all social media outlets. Awesome. What were you going to say? She's pretty fun. She's in radio. No, she has, she has a, a radio show in Kansas city that she does. So I think it'd be pretty funny to get her on and just heckle the shit out of her about her chiefs. Oh, it'd be great. Absolutely. And then you guys can tell her that you're on the chiefs, but I think like leading up to it, it'd be pretty funny. I'll, I'll put you guys together in a tweet and tell her to, to make sure she finds you in the parking lot. <laughs> Please do. Cause there's nothing a woman loves more than finding two grown men in the parking lot. These days. <laughs> Listen, she's kind of crazy. That might be something she's into. (laughs) Awesome. We'll send her our way. And uh, thanks for being on the show. Awesome. Thanks for having me. All right. Take care, Kelly. Bye.